podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So it's been a couple of days since Forrest lost yet again three goals to two. And I have calmed down a bit. A bit. Let's find out what the five things we can take away from this game are. Good morning, good evening, or good night. Hope you guys are doing well, and welcome to another video on the channel. Coming up in this episode, we'll be talking about referees, as they're admitting, even on Sky Sports, that they got the decisions wrong. Why is it always us? We'll talk about mistakes. We'll talk about Forrest's real chances of staying up. So much to cover off. So please don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe if you are new to Forest Fan TV. And don't forget if you want your beautiful, officially licensed Forest products, just like my Happy Clapper water bottle right here that keeps all my drinks cold, make sure to check out FOCO. FOCO have got so many Nottingham Forest items all licensed. Here's a few of them. You can get a number one fan like Ez for £10. You can get these warm slippers for £15. You can get the beautiful City Ground for £70. And if you're still at school, uh, sorry, a boot bag here for you guys still playing football. And of course, the infamous gnome. And finally, the beautiful Nottingham Forest flag. Don't forget to use code FFTV10 for 10% off at all your checkout prices. And let's get into the video. And let's kick this off with these stupid refs. Because I'm sick and tired of it, man. Sky Sports themselves have come out today on Ref Watch. And Dermot has said... It was a pen. The fact that the Newcastle goalkeeper raised his arm is enough to indicate intent to stop Wanyi from getting onto the ball. And I just don't know why it's always us. It just feels like, look, I am sure every team will be Joker style saying, why always me? But it just feels like it's more with Forrest than any other team. And it's not just that, it's the critical moment. Because Newcastle went and scored three minutes later. Had Forrest got that penalty, had Morgan Gibbs-White converted it, it would have changed the complete um, you know, outlook of that game. Forrest would have been on the front foot. We were already pampering Newcastle. Pampering? Pampering? That's nappies, isn't it? We were already all over Newcastle that half. And honestly, it's some of the best football I've seen so far this season. But what do you think, guys? Do you think the Premier League have it in for us and maybe the smaller clubs? And is there really a big six bias? Let me know in the comments down below. So that's point number one. But the second point is, and we can't just blame everyone else outside of Forest. We've got to look within and we've got to talk about mistakes. It's mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. These are the root cause of where we are this season. Even under Cooper, don't care what you think of Cooper as a manager, should he have stayed, should he have goad. Even under him, there were still mistakes happening. Turner, for example, producing clangers at Liverpool. Um, and the list is endless. The video would be too long. But there's always been player mistakes. Even if you look at last season, there's so many mistakes. Look at the reverse fixture against Newcastle, when Niokate gave a silly handball away in the last minute and cost us a point in that game. But how do you stop these mistakes? And this is the thing that I want to talk about now. Cooper's approach to it was cuddle them, was 
you know, um, we don't berate anyone for a mistake. I think after a Turner one, I can't remember which one it was. There's so many, but he says, you know, we don't we don't punish someone for the mistakes. Under Nuno, I don't know if it's the same approach. He hasn't really spoken out about too many of the mistakes. Again, he did speak the other day about a Turner mistake and said it was like a team mistake rather than his. And I get it. You can't just knock someone's confidence down by saying, you're an idiot. It's your fault. We can do that as fans. That's fine. I mean, we have no say over who starts and who doesn't. But how do they stop the mistakes? Now, under Cooper, what I would say is the mistakes were created by... Too much time, Forrest was pe um, penned in in their own half and under too much pressure. And eventually, from human nature, you will create your own mistakes. And that's what I think was happening. And that's why, even though the players were at fault for the mistakes, I personally would put Cooper almost as a proxy um, down for those mistakes as well, because he was creating that low block environment that caused those mistakes. Now, under Nuno, we're not playing low block football playing counter-attacking football against Newcastle in the second half. We were playing progressive football. So, but those mistakes are still embedded within the players. And I feel more confident under Nuno that he will get those mistakes out of the players. It's lack of concentration. It's lack of discipline. It's panicking. These things, they're still embedded in the players. And slowly but surely, these will have to be ironed out by Nuno. And if those players keep repeating the same mistakes, then they've got to be dropped. This is a cutthroat industry. This isn't the championship we're in anymore. You either play to your full potential, concentrate for 90 minutes of the game or 100 minutes, whatever it is these days, or you don't play. It is that cutthroat. But I have patience on this one. But I'll tell you what, it's frustrated me so much more against Newcastle because I genuinely thought we were going to win that game the way we approached that second half. And that's the difference I feel between Nuno and Cooper. I do feel during the match that I'm in there thinking, you know what, we've got a shot at this if we keep the mistakes out. And then lo and behold, you get what Elanga did. Now, I'm not singling out Elanga. He's frustratingly good, as I keep saying. He does magic um, up front. And that's probably his first real mistake. Let's be honest with it, unless you count the misses as a mistake. But Nuno's got to get the mentality right here. Are you guys confident that he will? Let me know in the comments down below. So let's move on to point number three. Even if performances are improving, the results haven't so much. I'm talking now. I'm talking in the last month or so. Forest haven't won in the Premier League since Manchester United. Now we can blame refs. We can blame VAR. We can blame, blame decisions. It doesn't matter. The table doesn't have a little bracket by the side of it that says, yeah, they would have had three points here had it not been for Rob Taylor, uh, Rob Jones and his brown envelopes. They would have had this if it hadn't been for this, if Tony hadn't cheated. The list is endless, but the table doesn't account for that. The table currently has Forrester's 16th position. And I've been sat here and I've been looking and studying the fixtures. And I've come up with some scenarios. There's a good best case scenario, worst case scenario, in my opinion. And this is only football on paper. Forest, I think, have the potential to get to about 47 to 48 points. If the games we're expected to win, we do win. And we get the odd draw here and there against teams that we shouldn't. Now, is 47 even enough? 
if we took a six point penalty with FFP, that would bring us down to what 41, 42, depending on what you're calling the overall tally. Um, that would be enough. If it was a 10 point deduction at 47, that would bring us down to 37. And that probably still would be enough. If you look at last year, I think the um, 17th place, t the 18th place team went down with 33, 34 points. And you would argue that Leeds, ever <coughs> sorry, Leeds, Leicester and Southampton were better teams than the current bottom three. And the other thing you can take into account is that whatever punishment we get, technically Everton should get as well. And as Ant keeps saying, if we can stay ahead of Everton, then we've got a shot. Now, the worst case scenario is if Forest don't get the wins, they should do. If they can't squeeze the odd um, draw out of a couple of teams, then probably 36-37 is where we're going to be. And if you knock off six points from that, you're now looking at 30. And that's squeaky bum time. 30 probably isn't enough. It might be. If you look at Luton's next few fixtures, they've got Manchester United, Man City, a couple of other sweaters as well. So they should, on paper, struggle to pick up any points. But we still need to put a gap between us and them. Everyone says, are you looking over your shoulder? Are you looking up? I'm still looking up because I'm looking at how many teams can we overtake. And I'm looking at the gap between us and the bottom three. And I'm looking at the gap between us and Everton. As a bare minimum this season, Forest have to get at least a couple more wins so that it completely takes um, Sheffield and Burnley out of the equation, both of them being on 13 points. Forest need to put a 10-point gap between that. That we should do comfortably. Even, even if I managed Forest, I'd probably be able to get that gap to them. It's the other two. It's Everton and it's um, Luton. Now, I think there are still a few other teams that might get sucked into it. The likes of Crystal Palace, potentially Burnley, maybe Bournemouth, who have uh, celebrated survival, I think, a little bit too early. Those teams could get sucked into it. But for Forrest to put a gap on those teams is probably unlikely. Yes, we may be able to overtake them in the table, but to gap them by 6 or 10, probably a bit of a stretch. So this is squeaky bum time. It really is. But what do you guys think? Let me know in the comments down below. So the next point I want to talk about is this West Ham game. Now, I'm only going to briefly touch on it because one, the video is getting on a bit because I'm rambling. But secondly, because obviously we will have a build up towards this game throughout the week. But this one is huge. This We can't draw this one. We have to win this one. You want to call it a must win? I am. If you don't agree with must wins, it's up to you. But We've got Villa after that, and then we've got Liverpool after that, and then we have a couple of games. Obviously, we've got the FA Cup game as well. If we don't win this one, and on paper, if we lose to Villa and to Liverpool, we are in serious trouble. This needs to be... I'm calling this like the pressure relief game. Forest have to get three points just to open that valve up a little and just ease the pressure that you can... I'm sure you're all feeling it kind of starting to press down on all of us. This game's huge. We'll go into more detail in on that game, obviously, later in the week. And the final thing I want to bring up today is just a reminder to everyone. We are playing better football. And now that I've had some sleep, finally, the more I think about it, the more I think if Nuna had 
been given earlier time, how much better would Forrest be? If we didn't have FFP, how much less pressure would there be on us? But I'm seeing so many good signs in the way we're playing. And the way we're playing... And, you know, the thing that's given me the biggest relief this weekend with the Newcastle fans themselves, shout out to them, those ones who have commented on all the content this week, where they've all basically said, can't believe you're where you are. The way you play in both games against us, you should not be where you are. And that's a good sign. When opposition, impartial fans are telling you, kind of tipping their cap at you to say, you're doing all right. When the eye test, when I'm watching, and hopefully when you guys are watching, you're seeing more progressive, better attacking, more goals coming from Forest. That's a good sign. Goals keep you up. You can sort your defense out. And with the center backs we've got, it should come good. And obviously Sangare coming back is going to be huge. So I want to end this video on a positive. We are playing better. I do, deep down inside, believe that Forest can stay up. But it's about whether you're going to trust your heart or your mind. What do you guys think? Let me know in the comments down below. If you've enjoyed the content, please don't forget to hit that like if you haven't already. Subscribe to Forest Fan TV if you are new. Don't forget to go check out FOCO. Use code FFTV10 for all your officially licensed Forest products. And if you want to see me really rant and you haven't seen it already, go check out Grumpy Old Reds from last night. I'll leave the link on the end screen there. I got it all off my chest. We'll see you on the next video. Come on, you Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network.